Hello again, um, Philip Crocker from the uh, Alongside a pod- Podcast. This is the third and final episode in um, just to introduce the podcast, which I'll be launching in the new year. I will be um, uh, recording a little clip probably, but just to introduce it, I'll use LinkedIn for those of you who know me. And if there's anybody else you know who doesn't look at LinkedIn, you might just pass it on to them. Uh, that would be useful. The main purpose really is to help explore this whole um, fascinating area of how we discover the right path or where we should be focusing our energies at different times and helping others perhaps do the same, but also being helped, hence alongside her, um, finding your place and taking your place. Um the first person who you'll be hearing hearing from in the new year is a, a friend of mine, colleague. Um, he is a master OKR coach. Uh, he's had a, a fascinating, uh, varied career. Um, and um, uh, he loves sport. His sport. One of his passions is rugby. Um, and it's been a, a, a joy to actually get to know him. Um, I don't think he'll mind me. Uh, well, he won't because he told, he's given me permission to share that uh, he's a five on the Enneagram. He's a, a quiet specialist. So you'll get a um, an opportunity to listen to and experience somebody of uh, who's motivated around um, being the quiet specialist, um, always interested in uh, new knowledge and applying it. Um, and the journey uh, for... The guests that I've asked to um, share their story is is about how did they find their place um, and how did they take it? And it takes the form of, you know, a story of their uh, of their life to some extent. But obviously, um, I think what really uh, has been fascinating is, has been just to see this motivation. And those people who, um, once they, they identify that place uh, that they want to occupy – occupy something happens um something um uh, energizes them the integrity of what they're doing um at the heart of the enneagram that i mentioned in the last um talk um comes together is integrated in a way where there's an alignment of energy and focus um usually um co-creating a plan with the people that um are aware of um the context and then focusing on what matters and then actually doing it. So it speaks into leadership. It speaks into strategic leadership. I've noticed as an as a, an executive coach working in most sectors, that, that, that most sectors, uh, there's so many things that the sectors have in common. Uh, and, and the fundamental one is people. We work in people systems, not system systems. And a, a lovely... Um, I was facilitating a group of engineers at the Formula One base near near Oxford uh, a few years ago. One of the engineers stood up and said, well, he said, the thing is about an engine. Everybody thinks that an engine works by putting petrol or fuel or uh, um, diesel in it. And it doesn't. It's about having the right components in the in uh, well-chosen components and then having oil in the engine to enable all to enable all of those different parts to work together. And I just think that was a lovely thing from an engineer to say that. And I often use that uh, metaphor. Um, it isn't about um burning something up, burning platforms we talk about quite a lot. 
Um, it's actually about alignment with what is. Um, some might say the energy of the universe, or you know, we all have our different ways of describing something. But I think the thing that I've noticed um, in these in the thread in these conversations is um, once we have an awareness of who we really are, it's not our ego um, in the driving seat. It's actually allowing that to speak, but tell it to shut up. Um, but equally um, allowing who we really are to rise up in finding our place and taking our place. And this is the essence of life, actually. And as we join in others locally, if we find that place locally that we're meant to occupy, and everyone does that more, the whole world will find its place and recognize that we are all dependent upon each other. Uh, spiral dynamics, um, some of you may have seen this as a model, but it was basically saying, how on earth did we get to a place where uh, we could conceive of a mobile smartphone and use it? You know, we came from a cave. Uh, and actually, this model is a consulting, consulting organization that did some amazing study of every science knowledge, piece of knowledge you can think of and came up with this model, which was saying, well, we come from an eye, which is a sort of eye, isolated eye in, in a cave, and then we come into community. And in community, in this shift, which is a, the first step along a spiral up, but they're circles, we're going around the same ground, but we're actually learning something along um, the way. Um, and uh, the, we come into a place of we, where we learn to come into community and very quickly, um, it was recognized that um, you've annoyed me in this community, I'm going to kill you, because that's actually the trigger that comes up. It's about difference. Um, it's fear-driven, ego-driven. And we know more about the brain now than we ever did before uh, and what this is doing in terms of driving these behaviors. But the antidote is to say, well, we're going to have to have a rule you can't do that because it's messy. I mean, putting it sort of crudely without diminishing its 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 impact. So civilization, rules, laws came into place. And so it goes on. But the big shift, without going into any more of it, is that it took 150,000 years to get from the cave to the first community, it seems. And now these shifts of change from I to we are probably down to 10 years possibly even six. And the connection between the I and the we is unconscious. 95% of hum, hum, human beings' activity is unconscious. We're not aware of it until we become more aware. And I think that, um, again, something I'm trying to do with alongside it is to help us be more aware of what matters. In And the coaching frame I, I use is what's in it for me What's in it for us? Those us, us that those close us, family, team, community uh, membership. Um, that means to us what uh, what matters to me, what matters to us, and then what matters to the whole system, and if you like, the whole planet. And that's what's being revealed at the moment around the consequences of not caring about the needs of the other, me, us, and others. So. I guess that's a little bit of context. It started with the nuns not really uh, thinking that the, the he won't come to much. Um, maybe it'd be good with his hands. And if you think about that, that sort of takes in a lot of our exclusion, uh, exclusionary behavior. 
I think what I'm trying to do here is to help create an inclusive, deeply inclusive. You are very welcome in this conversation as a participant. Uh, it's a place of co-learning, not a place where the top tells us what to do, the command and control, that really doesn't work anymore. Although if there's a fire, be quite keen for you to point it out to me and I can get out and save my life. So there's a place for all of this. And what we're really um, looking um, to, to do is to ensure that, that as a result of, of its quality of inclusivity, uh, so that, I mean, a diversity, you want to see diversity, look out the window, look at nature, it's a given. Look at the extraordinary things that different aspects, the Enneagram shows us this, of behaviour, of preference, brings to the party. This is difference. But unfortunately, because of our, the brain broadly is driving this um, behaviour around um, um, familiarity. Anything that's different may be uh, looked at with suspicion. And this, of course, is what we're seeing in racism and, and all other uh, exclusionary um, behaviours at this time. But um, this space, as it's inclusive, as it's co-learning, well, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, and it's safe. So there are no judgments here. It's it's just what it is. I'm not asking anybody to judge it. If anybody wants to give feedback or 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 what have I noticed about that? What, what have I done? What, what what might I do differently as a result of that? That would be great to hear about that. And we can include that in some future conversations. That's called learning. Um, so I hope, again, that makes a little bit of sense. We've just, we've just given you in these three episodes um, a, a brief introduction of why uh, I wanted to do this, what it is, alongside her, being alongside her, and being the alongside her. Um, being alongside, um, finding our place, taking our place. I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas, whatever you celebrate at this time together. I hope that joy rises in your hearts and your minds. I hope that you find peace um, in a world that's much troubled at this time. Um, I, uh, and I, I pray that um, this coming year, 2024, will be for you an amazing time where you and your loved ones, your colleagues, your organizations, the places you, you find yourself in, you find your place a little more, bit more with more confidence and more assertiveness and more joy and love. And you take that place um, with a certainty that it's not all about me or you, or but it's about us and it's about others and that the world may be positively impacted. I hope that's not too huge or grand an ambition. Uh, and it makes some sense. So until then, thank you very much, and I'll look forward to seeing you on the other side. Take care. Bye.